Value Town is a production of ChamMV TV. Find out all show information and details at ChamMV.tv. Value Town is directly supported by listeners like yourself via patreon.com slash value town. This is our town. Welcome. So what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 202 of Value Town. I'm Jimmy MV, and Raven's joining me today. What's up, Raven? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, home from playoffs now, so I, I get to relax for a few weeks before champs. So nice, I'm doing nice. all right. Yeah. So nothing in between. So no, no other events or anything between now and not for me. I I generally try and um, uh, leave gaps between certain things like playoffs into champs because one, I want to play Hearthstone lead into champs, of course. <laughs> you know, nice. in case meta changes and such. Yep. But but also. Uh, it was maybe last year or the year before. I did so much traveling in one single oh, year gosh, yeah. that it, it it nearly broke me. So I, I try and like leave just little chunks of being at home. And plus, like my, I've I've got like a puppy and stuff now, so just oh. on demand. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I, <laughs> you know, I, I like hanging out. You can't leave the puppy at so. the. I don't know at your friend's place for for weeks and weeks or months mm-hmm. at a time, right? Well, well, she she stays here with my girlfriend, but oh, it's okay. just that uh, yeah. I also like to be with the dog. So, <laughs> but yeah, I try and leave some gaps. But yeah, a few weeks and I'll be back at chance. Yeah, I remember that year, man. You guys were were crazy hustling that year, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that uh, those days are probably over. I think for all of you guys, uh, at, at least for now. But there, yeah. there was times, especially like Sol and I, because we travel a lot for to to America, of course. Yep. But right. there are times when I think for most of the year, that one year, I was never home for more than like two weeks at a time. Wow, it was just it was just a lot of times I wouldn't be home for over a month. You know what I mean? I would just oh, like man, travel, 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 travel. Literally was living nuts, in a suitcase, right? That's yeah, that's great. That's crazy. Yeah, but um, but today, guys, we got lots to talk about. It's a good week to have Raven on because we always have very, very great discussions when Raven's here. And uh, of course, we're going to start off with our week in Hearthstone. Uh, particularly wanted to talk about Odd Mage, given that there, we're seeing a lot more of it, especially at the top of ladder, people at the very, very top of ladder, and we're seeing it even at events. And we haven't got a chance to even cover it at all on the show yet, so figured we'd do that. Twitch Rivals, of course, yesterday, the, the arena tournament, or the arena event that happened yesterday was very fun and exciting, so we'll chat about that. HGT APAC, of course, Raven was there casting that, or he was casting it from the studios, <laughs> not actually there, there, since everybody was spread out everywhere. Uh, and then uh, discussion about HS, you know, just Hearthstone streaming, you know, in terms of the impact Auto Chess has had recently, and uh, what, what's been happening there with streaming. And then Q&A at the end, of course, as always, ask your questions. We got like maybe one or two already via email and Twitter, but, um, you know, if you're in chat, obviously you can ask it, uh, ask it in Twitch chat. If not, you can always email it to ValueTownGG at um, chimmv.tv, or you can just tweet it at ValueTownGG, and we'll get it as well. Okay, our week in Hearthstone. So, yeah, Raven, any do anything cool? Play play any at all since you've been back? And notice anything uh, cool? I've not played tons since I got back, but mm-hmm. I've, uh, I streamed a bit today of, of some Hearthstone, but I got a little bit upset because basically almost this time last week, I was like 120. Okay. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll just get top 100. That'll be nice. Done. And then I slipped a little. I just had like a rough set of games where I just slipped a little bit down. Yeah. 
And then I started doing what I always do in edge towards like, should I just try and play this random deck and see if it's any good? And I go, <laughs> oh, no, yep. it's not good. I lost. Yep. Should I try and play this random deck and see if it's any good? And then I slowly went backwards from like 120. I think I'm like 2.5K now, yeah. uh, which sucked. Although okay. it was funny. I, play, I played against Fino, uh, and after the game, I went into <laughs> his stream, and, uh, and he was like, yeah, it was weird. I, uh, I queued into him and was super- didn't know if it was you or not because it was so high like, oh, I'm mad. I was like... <laughs> Thanks for nice. that. I appreciate that. that. that? Ca- casters, <laughs> casters can play too. Dude, you sometimes. guys get no respect. I swear. <laughs> like Cora and you and just just everybody. Like people think you guys suck or in, in reality funny. you guys are, can, you well, know, high, I don't know if you'll see thing. actually, but you know there's been that uh, the StarCraft caster tournament that's been on recently. I don't know if you've seen any of that. Uh, I don't know if I've seen the caster one, but so, no, I haven't so seen it. So it's like a one. full tournament bracket. Of just casters, right? Really? Of Star- okay. In StarCraft, yeah, it's oh, pretty sick. Cool. I was like, just wait, we need to get Hearthstone one on the go because that would be that would be kind of fun. Just just to see that what would happens. be totally fun. That's, I mean, totally doable. <laughs> I mean, oh, I mean, it's not you, hard. You guys, you guys are like, especially when you guys are all in the same place too. It, it, right. it, could, it could definitely happen. Um, but okay, that yeah, that's definitely great. But uh, I've been playing some. So last week I played Mally Rogue a bunch, and the week before I played a bunch of Peanut Shaman. What? What's wrong with Mally Rogue? I hate Mally Rogue. Oh come on! Did you draw some the correct cards in the first seven turns? Yes. Okay, you win. Amazing. That's totally amazing when that happens. Silly. (laughs) (sighs) But uh, this week I decided to play some Odd Mage, and um, you know Odd Mage. I I feel like it's just been picking up steam. It's been like a few weeks now that Odd Mage. I think it's been starting to to really take its its role in the meta. Which and, and, style were you playing? Uh, the one with secrets. Um, also the aggro? Yeah, like, the more aggro, aggro variant? Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. There's the other one, too. Yeah, you're right. There's, like, two different variations of them. But uh, let me show it real quick. I'll just show an Aisha's replay here. But, um, yeah, played the aggro one just because, I don't know, I think it's a little bit easier to play, too. So having not played it at all, I, I think that was uh, um, pretty nice. But it's, man, it's good. <laughs> it's, like, really, really good right now in terms of... Uh, um, I don't know, just just those turn three plays. I feel like, and then and somehow it just you're able just to skip over turn four, and you always seem to have fungal mancer hits, you know, like on turn five. So right. um, that I think just the the that that beginning of the game, it's I feel like I'm always uh, dictating tempo, and then towards the hmm. end you get to play with Genelia, which is always a lot of fun. Uh, I, I don't run the, um, you know, I don't get a chance to, r- to run two of them, unfortunately, but, you know, like, right. there's, uh, there's versions that obviously with Zola that you can run two of them, which is always mm-hmm. a, a lot of fun. But uh, have you played this deck at all, Raiden? So, I, so honestly, since the expansion came out, Odd Mage has been on the list of, of uh, archetypes I want to practice mm-hmm. I want to yeah. play and see what's what's going on but because no one up until maybe even recently this playoff mm-hmm. even I felt got close to like a decent actual deck yeah. and I, I suck at deck building everything outside of maybe mm-hmm. Hunter but um, I, I just didn't get around to it because I always have this issue and I even had it on stream today whereas I ran into an odd control mage and I was like what does this do better than control mage right, right? Mm-hmm. and then I see this deck, I'm like, what does this do better than Hunter? You know, so so right. I feel like Mage, maybe just as a class right now, is very much, it's it's not quite the best at anything, and therefore, why would you play it when there's so many other decks? But I do love the idea of Odd Mage. I think, like, the hero power is powerful, especially when you look at stuff like uh, Janlai, and I think Dame Fiery is very, very, very strong. Mm-hmm. But I just... It's a deck I want to play just to have fun with more than anything else, I think. So I'll probably give it a whirl before the season ends. 
I mean, I've seen people get super. I mean, I've definitely seen a few streams where they they've even gotten you know top ten legend. Yeah. And uh, here's another version too, by the way. I mean, there's there's all kinds of different variants. This one's this one's definitely more the con control area. Yeah, that's version. the control one. Yeah. yeah, and this one, I th this is the ones that I feel like the top legend players play more. Um, hmm. And it's it's really interesting. It's got Astromancer. You know, it's got the Alex Strauss and Frost Lich at the end, where the aggro one doesn't have that. Um, it's also got greedier cards like Stonehill Defender. Some of them have Zola too, but this one doesn't particularly have Zola. But I guess uh, the ooze spot would be Zola. Yeah, in, in general, yeah. like you could switch those two out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's it's pretty. It's really powerful too. It, it's I don't know. It's one of those things where it, it, until you play it, you don't really understand why it's good right but uh you know things like i don't know pyromaniac's pretty good black cat i mean black cat when you get like a you know a cinder storm or something like that with it it's always really really nice and i don't know there's a lot of really interesting things um the daring fire eater yeah so this is an okay card i don't know how i feel about this card actually but i like it a lot yeah you like it two okay. mana deal cool. for yeah, yeah, it's it's nice. It's definitely nice. <laughs> Maybe I'm I, using it wrong. I'm not going face too much uh, enough. Yeah, I I think the thing with this deck is it surprises me because this is the one I played against today. Yeah, and I was odd rogue, so it was kind of just unfavored as it was because this deck just beats odd rogue most of the time. But it it was very much like Dragon's Fury into Tyrant, and I was like. Yeah. Okay, they've quickly my bottom played a four four. <laughs> yeah. I might be able to beat this. It's just it's still our drug, right? There's a lot of damage. And then they just dropped Astromancer afterwards. And I was like, Oh, oh. that's it. <laughs> now, now I'm just behind. You know, I can't I can't yeah. even beat him on board anymore. Yeah. And then on top of that, later there was like a flame strike, and I was like, Wow, like is this how the deck just keeps working? They just kill stuff until they don't, as yeah. in, and then play something, and then keep killing stuff after they've played something. Yeah. And that sounds like a really terrible explanation for someone whose job it is to explain <laughs> the game but do you know what i mean like this astromancer i feel is almost the key card yeah. uh, that along yeah. with janelai i guess mm -hmm. to like well here's what will kill you eventually but i just stick this and then you never get to stick anything else in the game yeah and it's just like it's just a weird deck to watch because you look at the list and you're like this is just worse than control mage right <laughs> and it actually just maybe isn't you no, know, I don't think it is. maybe I, it's better. I, I think you're right about Astroman. It, it feels like spiteful summoner. You know, like in in, in those right past exactly. Just so yeah. like when you put put it down, th this deck because it's odd only. You know, is is typically a, a deck where you're holding five or six cards, um, mm -hmm. a lot of times. So you're going to end up getting something pretty solid alongside of it. And like you were, you were saying before, Dragon's Fury into Arcane Tyrant. I mean, they're so great. I mean, we've seen it a lot in Druid, and and you know, seeing it in Mage and having it basically give you time to really establish those plays that you were talking about and, and then you mm -hmm. know just kind of being able to carry it all the way out to frostless jaina is, is the key to winning it with this this kind of control deck but um but yeah it's built so interesting it's it's definitely something i think everybody should try out right now because it's it's um i don't know you just kind of you can feel the diversity of the mage class you know I, the mage class is headed in this direction you know like it, it's pretty different than it has been in the past or at least I guess it's not that much different than maybe Control Mage, you know, if you've been playing that style the whole time. But, you know, it, it's definitely taking it, a, a different type of identity. Yeah, it definitely feels more proactive, right? Because one, you can just ping someone to death. Like, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. too, it's still hunter hero power, right? Yeah, like, yeah, right. instead of that's killing right. minions, you can just kill their face, right? You know, mm -hmm. that's nice. You still have the spot removal in Voodoo Doll, because um, obviously it doesn't run Polymorph, which is actually a good thing because of dragon's fury minimum hits five every yeah. single time uh, but 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 like i said the way i've seen it played against me is the mage sticks something 
Yep. And then never lets you stick anything. And then that one thing, like the, the single Astromancer plus minion just kills you eventually along with the pings. Mm -hmm. And already like the Fireflies, uh, sorry, the Fireflies, the Fire Eaters, that's eight damage yep. for two one mana cards and hero power. Eight is a lot. That's nearly a third of your opponent's health in most games, right? Like, yeah. that's just a lot of damage. Forget about everything else. <laughs> it's yeah, it's solid deck. yeah, so you can play either variant. This variant is obviously, uh, you know, it's going to be longer games. You know, you, you don't you don't win games quickly with this this deck, but you do win quick games quickly with this deck. So if you right. want to play a faster one, you can play this one. I mean, it's got night blades and everything in it. It's it's, it's all out, man. It's totally... I think as well the deck looks relatively cheap, doesn't it? Yeah, very... I guess there's a few legendaries, Luna Genlai, but out, outside of that, the deck's like just doesn't look that bad. I don't think it's that cheap actually. It's like Luna, Leroy, Genelai, and Baku. That's that's a good mm. amount actually. <laughs> Four I, I, well, I, I guess I I'm always in the presumption that most people have Leroy. Most people have Baku by now, so I don't know. There's yeah, I mean, barring those, I mean, the rest of them are common and yeah, that's and, what I mean. Like it's common, it basic, and yeah, and, and doesn't look too rare. bad. Yeah. And some of them are just old cards, like Kirin Mage. <laughs> you must have opened to Kirin Mage by now. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's like, true. Yeah, that yeah, kind of thing but. for sure. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Cool deck. Yeah, play play it, guys. We'll we'll do deck of the week for uh, this one. Uh, speaking of deck of the week, we did Malagos Rogue last week. And um, deck of the week, guys. For you wondering, it's just um, it's it's like this patron only thing that we do these days. Everybody can play it, but um, you know we we definitely try to track all the patrons' um, win rates, and and you know they email them in, and we kind of take a look at it. So last week we did Peanut Shaman, which was we could not get to fifty percent with Peanut Shaman, but <laughs> Malaga's Rogue this week we went they went twenty five and twenty, so that's definitely better. Um, got got a winning record with Malaga's Rogue, so good job, guys. Definitely a good job on that one. So we'll we'll do this odd mage this time. You can choose either one, either odd mage. Let, let us know if you're a patron, like which, um, you know, what your record ended up being, and maybe some some cool plays that you discovered playing in that deck. Um, okay, well, I mean that's that's pretty much all I did with with Hearthstone this week. <laughs> you know, outside of watching, I definitely felt like I was watching a bunch of things, whether it was HTT right. Attack or it was uh, Twitch Rivals. Um, but before we get into those, a uh, little bit of news. Um, so. There was an interview with Ixar that happened uh, maybe a, a couple of days ago with uh, I think Cam Cam Shea from uh, Peace uh, IGN yeah yeah not PC gamer IGN yeah. <laughs> that's what's the good. I mean, I've had an interview with oh, that guy man. before and I was like yeah. I just naturally go to PC gamer it's one or the other it's one of, one of those big big uh, publications but um, he a couple things came out of this that was I thought worth uh, mentioning or discussing. And um, they talked a little bit about the early nerfs. Like they, the reason for the timing is they just felt like it was, you know, they didn't need to see data. They just knew these nerfs would 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 make huge impacts. Of course they did. I mean, there's like the druid ones, and those are definitely huge nerfs that that felt like they were in the queue for a long time, to be honest. So um, you know, I, I don't think they needed. You kind of confirmed that they didn't really need any any stats from the existing expansion to to right. really make a move on that. Uh, sounds like Hunter's power, like or at least Hunter the class, is something that's on their watch list right now. Uh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> that class has obviously been doing well for for a while now, uh, and then he went on to talk about expansions. So, like, just general expansions for uh, you know the year of the Raven. And one thing that stuck out to me was that he said that there really wasn't any you know particular effort or focus to to make the expansions for this this year of the Raven less powerful than the previous year, 
where we had Ngoro, you know, Knights of Frozen Throne, mm-hmm. and Kobolds and Catacombs. You know, like probably our strongest year we've ever had. Like literally, I think the three expansions. I think that's row, fair. Yeah, yeah, like I think those are probably the strongest we've ever had. And, so this rotation is going to be lit because all your good cards are going away. I know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I like have been giving them, you know, kudos for for basically taking this year almost like sacrificing this year in terms of power level in hopes of come reset this april or or march you know having this new hearthstone you know this like way lower power level type of hearthstone Mm. but it sounds like they didn't even they weren't even trying to do that which begs the question then were all three of these expansions successful because i i think I think that is a completely true statement, that, se- that second one there. Mm-hmm. Because, for example, they did not release a new set of Death Knights, did, you know, all hero cards, right? They went from a hero card for everyone to one singular hero card per class per expansion at a much lower power level. Yeah. Although we can talk about Zul'jin later, maybe. Um, but, but, you know, the, the power of, of the Death Knight specifically was obscene. Well, it's obscene. Yep. It's just the game The game changes from rotation because of Death Knights. Games end yeah. once they, the they Death Knights are gone, right? New win conditions. Yeah, totally. Right. And, and then, I, I don't know, like, Death Knights are the real big one, but when I was looking at some cards that, that, were, that are going away, all of the Spellstones are yeah. going to be gone. Yeah. Like, that is insane. They've not released anything nearly as powerful as Spellstones. So, I, I don't know how look, true that statement is. I'm going to just pretend the line Just go us. through Angoro, okay? Yeah. Like, those are yeah. just individual cards that are ridiculous, not to mention the quests. You know, we, I'm not even talking about like something like that. So, yeah, Kobolds and Catacombs, th- that introduced... Uh, well, not an int- did it? Wait, cube lock. Cube lock. Yeah, introduced cube. <laughs> that's, right? like, that's what I was about to yeah. say. I was just like yeah. double checking myself before I said. Well, that, that was the so. legendary weapons. Yeah, which, right. We, um, do you remember Agro Mage Aluneth? Yeah. You know, back when yeah. Mana Worm wasn't rip, and and so you know the the legendary weapons have been a pretty big deal too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, so I just I... don't believe them. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. It's, it's I, my answer. I just don't believe them. Like, you don't believe them. Okay. All right. Well, if if they did, and I, I maybe they get lucky that on the reset. I mean, I, I think there will still be a, a, a couple cards, Baku and Gen specifically. I think will be still I, incredibly. Strong. They worry me to, yeah, to a large like, extent. I, I still think the the fact that they exist might negate the fact that everything else will be at, at lower power levels. Mm-hmm. But um. But yeah. So. You know, can't really give them credit for that anymore, given that they admitted to like, or at least Dean said that they didn't really purposely I, do this. I so. will give them credit for the way they've approached hero cards, though. Yeah, because I think the new that as the separate hero cards, so Hagatha, mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Boom, and uh, now Zuljin, I, I think they're a much more reasonable, still feels good to play, but aren't stupid power yeah. level. You know, of like the Death Knights out of Frozen Throne. Mm. So I think they've brought that pulled that back in the right direction and they've been i would say successful as each one has seen good play yeah dr boom still is but but dr boom has a lot to do with odd just just the the baku element of it right so i I think that that's the only debatable one i think a lot of people think that hagatha is going to be broken later though like hagatha really is super strong it's just nobody's i mean i think zildjian's I was talking to Derek about this today or yesterday now, mm-hmm. uh, and I think Zuljin's actually way more broken than people think. And, really? and people people are going to find out how broken it is very soon because uh, Rexar won't be there. But I feel like too many people 
are way focused on like, um, oh, I, if I have Rexar equipped and I draw Zul'jin, oh, you can't play Zul'jin because you need the Rexar hero power. It's like, Zul'jin means you only need one more turn to win the game because that turn should be extremely yeah, I mean, powerful. I mean, that and, turn and, fills the board, right? It fills the board, right. it, like loads you up with, with uh, secrets. And yeah, you're right. If, if it, he, you don't have an answer to that, then you're in trouble. But you just want <laughs> people. But you know, whenever Rexar does disappear, people will save like all of their removal for that play. You know, so right. I, that's why I don't think Zildjian's too too bad. You know, it's yeah. I, I don't think it's like yeah. Change this card. You know, I just think yeah. it's very very powerful. I think because Rexar exists, mm -hmm. no one's giving Zildjian enough credit because yeah. Rexar just is visually more powerful in terms of it can just you put just put Rexar in an aggro deck. Yeah. Because that one card beats control decks for some weird reason. Um <laughs> but but yeah, I think I think Zuljin's gonna get people are gonna get upset with Zuljin going forward after the rotation. I I think Hunter will be fine on rotation. I've been saying that the whole time. You know, I think Hunter is, is completely ready for the reset where some classes are not. Um mm. and you know they're they're gonna require some new cards from the expansions early on. So um, another thing that was mentioned in this also was that, um, you know, I guess the, the focus for them in the expansion was really just introducing new archetypes, uh, which uh, they achieved it. You know, they, there's all kinds of, you know, different types of decks that we've seen during, like anywhere from, you know, Mechathune type of, uh, wind conditions to Taunt Druid to, I mean, all kinds of things, right? And and I, I think because of that, we've seen this diversity in tier one and tier two. You know, like thirty different types of mm -hmm. decks, or twenty five. Right. It's not so much now, but it, it was at one point twenty five to thirty. So, yeah, and and as a caster, it's our job to know every playable archetype, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> oh, because it, it, it's yeah. um, unless it's truly crazy, it is embarrassing to sit on a desk. Someone brings a deck and you don't know what it does, right? right. That's not good enough for for a caster, at least. But um, I'll say like um, we said it the last few weeks is this meta is probably the most wide meta in terms of playable archetypes that we've ever had. I mean, look at Paladin as one class has an obscene amount of just completely <laughs> fine tournament yeah, decks. Exactly. Like that, that's a lot of decks. And even within those decks, there are tons of different builds too. So, you know, it, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's kind of nutty. And that's just, I think there's only really, it's only warrior. War warrior that's yeah, uh, warriors need some help. That's yeah. What warriors struggle, but that's purely down to Baku being too strong for that class. Is it's so difficult to not just go hero power, hero power, no hero power. I, I don't think it's just that though, because I, I've tried. I've tried all kinds of mid range tempo decks, and it, they're they're okay. But you know, it kind of brings me back to what you were saying earlier, where it's like, well, if I'm going to play this type of deck, I might as well just play another class because they're way better right. at it than than that. So warrior definitely needs some more powerful things, especially in the beginning of the game. Uh, and um, you know, it's, and not only just attempt tempt them away from the Baku thing, but you know, Dragon Warrior. Like, where is that? Nobody's playing Dragon Warrior at all because it's not that great right now. So hopefully they'll they'll add some more dragons in this this upcoming expansion, and we can kind of get right. to that. But you're right. The rest of the classes, man, there, there's at least two two types of archetypes. Minimum, and yeah, I, at least, and even then, look at pre priest has about eight thousand. Uh, hunters <laughs> running a few. Um, I mean, there. How many are there? Control, clone, topsy. That's about it, right? And then it, divine spirit in a fire is still played. 
Is it? I haven't. I don't see it that often. Multiple really. ones at playoffs. Oh, that means okay, okay, that okay. means they are decks. Okay, right, yeah, that, that's what I'm judging it by. Like, like decks that a good player would consider bringing to a tournament. Right? It's yeah. just, I think, a reasonable way to put it. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think, uh, I think the game right now. I would guess actually that Shaman, especially after the Shudderwatt nerf. Mm-hmm. Or the, the Saranite nerf, I guess is the way to, to put it. Um, <laughs> it is is probably the other class that needs just a a kick, just one one tiny kick yeah. uh, to to just get interesting. Because mm-hmm. the problem with Shaman is even Shaman for me is not an interesting deck. So yeah, it, it's now, not. But, now they have nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny sounding, but after playing Peanut Shaman, I mean, I, I feel like Peanut Shaman is the perfect example of like throwing every single utility that shaman possibly has into one deck and i mean playing it and and starting to understand some of the key plays and things like that you you start to realize that shaman does have a lot of you know utility in in the class right now it's just they they just need a a, some kind of synergy they they need some type of theme right (laughs) to be able to they they need a game ender right I think I feel like yeah. that's what they're missing because, yeah. like, you, you can survive, you can heal a bit, you can put stuff on the board. You can't actually ever kill anyone. A lot of the, even well, how many games of even shaman, right? The fatigue right. is the win condition, right? How yeah. many how many games of even shaman have you seen where they barely they have a snowball and just win because that's just how games of Arsenal go, mm-hmm. or they barely make it across the line with like. A top deck fire elemental to face for three damage for lethal or something. Yeah. Like it happens so often, whereas they just don't have anything like like how powerful Alakir used to feel. Yeah. You know, you played Alakir and you're like, now you're dead with like one mana rock biters. Like you're just dead. They don't have like a like finish the game. Well, th- to be honest, that's the the reason I enjoy watching even paladin or even shaman being played like at events is because mm-hmm. it isn't so clear and easy on, to figure out how to how to win so the good players know, you know because you barely win when, when you're playing even shaman you usually don't win by a lot you usually like exactly. one misplay you cost you the game so i always learn something watching even shamans or, or top even shaman players you know, play it like mm-hmm. i can you know those guys so um i don't know it makes it exciting for me if even shaman was any better then i think it would be less Less oh yeah, I'm, I'm talking about you know just shame in in general. Yeah, in general. just just as a class doesn't really have anything that really punches, uh, whereas a lot of the other classes do. Yeah, so. sh- sure. Um, okay, last thing. Let's see. Uh, okay, so they don't believe that making changes for the sake of changes is something that they want to do. So they always want to make changes to make things better. I don't know if I agree with that. To be honest, like I I think that the root of a lot of issues in Hearthstone has just been stag, you know, just the everything just going stagnant, and mm. you avoid that if you, you, you know, you're constantly changing things. And even if you're constantly changing, if you even if you change some things for the worse, you know, like as long as you you rectify that in your next change, you're okay. But um, but having it constantly move, I don't see anything wrong with that. Actually, I, I would prefer them just to make changes for the sake of making changes. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, uh, it, it also depends what's making things better. Is the game being boring, bad? Yeah. So then they make it better by doing a change, right? Like, okay, uh, f- I guess. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the, but but it's it's just the way it's worded, right? I guess the answer. But yeah. I, I don't mind the overall idea, but I do think will give us and maybe a sprinkle of new cards mid expansion, or just change something to change it, right? And if something's not good, either buff it. Uh, even though they hate, they, I don't think they've ever buffed a card. 
are like strictly yeah. buffed a card, I guess. So some cards have been buffed accidentally. Yeah. Um, or, or or nerf something, but I don't think it's too difficult to like keep it fresh with nerfs or buffs. I, I think yeah. As long as I think what they're worried about is the game's feeling good, but we said we would change something. Do you know? I think that's yeah. what they don't want to put themselves open to or expose but themselves that, to that, saying, oh, just... we, we put a patch every month that changes something. Yeah. But if the game's so sick and then they change something, it's like, well, you just messed up with the game and it was really good. You know, I think that's what they're worried about. It's like a caveat yeah. on anything else. Yeah, I mean, it's just a totally different way of, of thinking about things, right? Like yeah. having having this constant change versus this goal of just having the perfect game, you know, or having mm -hmm. the perfect meta. You don't have that when you're, whenever you're, you have the frame of mind of just having constant change and people adapting to it. Uh, I think it would be, you know, you could make an argument that, that changing the game a bunch affects the eSport element of it, you know, like HCT and, and, and the pros. And, and it, it's, it's harder to understand that the best player is the person that adapts the best versus just like the person that just plays mm -hmm. the best, right? Like plays in, in a very... Um, known meta and just masters it better than the next person. You know, that's. Really I definitely cool. prefer the adapting. Yeah. Like, okay. Cool. Like, yeah. Me too. The, me know, too. Well, <laughs> so. one. If so, there's been. Um, we're going to go a bit sideways for a second, so sure. I apologize. No. But then ahead. there's a bit a lot, a lot of outcry from the Fortnite pro scene. Uh, the yeah. Epic have basically almost openly said. We like fucking with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah, yeah. get used to it. Yeah. And there's been huge complaints about like, you can't change stuff, you know, right before a tournament. But I'm like, I think that's sick. It's like, yeah, oh yeah, you've rocked up to a tournament, guys. By the way, <laughs> um, here's a new gun. Well, oh, here's a, here's a shiny I mean, sword. I don't mean, don't get me wrong. I don't mean the yeah, day before, I, right? But but I think keeping things mixed up because a lot of pros, um, and I imagine you know, there's some Hearthstone players that are in a similar boat, would be like, no, let me play on the patch from six months ago. Uh, maybe size exaggeration, yeah. but you know, just want to like, I want to be flawless at this one thing and not change until I beat someone at it. It's yeah. like, or just stay fresh. Like, here's some new stuff. Well, I, I think uh, there, I think there is a case of changing too often, too fast, and and I think Fortnite is on that that on the verge of doing that or are doing that um and, and as a player as a, you know as a casual player i think it's fantastic that to have <laughs> like new seasons have complete different changes but i think as a pro player it, it is a bit tough to change it like what is it like once every six weeks or something once every eight eight weeks or it's, it's i mean crazy, there's been right? weeks but, where a new a new item or weapon is coming every week yeah yeah but for a few months that, that's a little bit much and, and they've they've had missteps but i you know i would look to epic and and really try to learn a few things because they make mm -hmm. some missteps but they fix it right because the next iteration comes out and then they, they can just change whatever they want right. so they fix it normally or they take something out so um i would like to see a little bit more of that in hearthstone you know it's a digital game you can just change things like really quickly if you want um and then there's this last thing. There's this mention of Barnes. Like they're still talking about Barnes. <laughs> like Barnes is still Dude. a a problem. You know, like, wild, in, in wild players. Yeah, uh, legitimately upset that Blizzard are not nerfing anything for them or yeah. changing anything for them. Um, and Barnes has been talked about as the most broken card that's ever been made. Yeah, uh, and and I can see it. Yep, I can totally. It's see like it the sing probably the singular most powerful turn that has an impact on a game is that card, I think. Yeah. In Wild too, it's just it's too easy to build a deck around abusing Barnes. Yeah. And you know, we we've seen it even in standard with Resurrect Priest, right? So it's um 
Yeah, bar, imagine if you had literally every card in the history of Hearthstone to be able to build upon. That's uh, Barnes is always going. It's just going to keep continuing to get even more broken and more broken. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they need to change they, this card. That's they could sure. ban it though. Yeah, they could all fame this card because right? the, no, I, there's a ban option. I did not know this till the other really? day. What? There's literally art in the collection that really? says banned on it. Yeah, I only saw no. this the other day. I, Where did I, you see this? I've would never you seen like this. a wager, Mr. Chairman. I will no, put on I my house. I believe you. Like, I believe you. But um, like, I, where is this? I've never so ever seen will, this. It'll run into something we can probably go back to when we talk about Hearthstone streaming because yeah. it's point where to raise later. But yeah. the brawl a few weeks ago, maybe two weeks, I was in America, so I remember. I think mm-hmm. Europe playoffs weekend. Yeah, uh, was a brawl where you could you had to build a deck, but it used no classic or basic cards and used the. Uh, Goblins and Gnomes, uh, Boomsday, and I think one or two more expansions. Uh, Karazhan and one more. You had four expansions, I think, to build okay. a deck from. Right. And it was a mixture of four. There was some new, some old. Yeah. Okay, cool. But, but Whizbang was in the set. Okay. And you weren't allowed because Whizbang puts other cards from other expansions, right? Yeah. And in the collection, it literally has banned. Oh, wow. Yes, that's literally okay. a thing in the game right now. They can ban okay, cards. So I, would, I saw it and was like, what? Like they, they can ban cards? And it's literally a thing that exists in the game. Okay, there you go. You can ban Barnes, just remove it altogether. But but what if all the people that bought so many packs and they, they got Barnes? They're going to be so mad Cry and more. angry. It <laughs> seems to always be the the caveat to to doing anything like that. <laughs> Hopefully they'll. Sorry for making the game better. <laughs> I know. Like... Right. It's like it's like what you did to Warsong Commander wasn't exactly the same, anyways. <laughs> so, hmm. yeah. um, so you got right. no dust. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's true. As long as you give everybody dust, everybody'd be happy. Yep. Um, okay. Well, anyways, let's move on to some events. We got uh, the Twitch Rivals. Uh, arena event that happened yesterday and for those of you that aren't familiar with it we talked about it the last couple of weeks but in case you you missed the last couple of weeks uh twitch rival hosted this event where two or two players they were they were invited i guess teams of two were invited to play in the switch rivals and um for the most part you know it's supposed to be like it's very arena centric because you're you're drafting in the arena you're playing in the arena and how it works is just like the total amount of wins whichever team has the total amount of wins between them um, and, and the the wins are taken from three consecutive runs, like whatever your three best three consecutive runs are, the uh, the to- team with the the highest total ends up winning. The I think it's four thousand uh, dollars was the the. I think first place was yeah, four. Yeah. yeah, first place is four thousand dollars. So um, uh, it was really interesting. You know, like leading up, we were you know we talked to all the guests that were on here and who their who their partners were. Like last week, we had we had Collins and. And educated Collins and Dreads on, and so they're telling us um, their teammates, and they did they did super well actually those two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was for the most part a place where the arena players could really flex, you know, like you know show show that you know arena players are amazing, and they're you know this format is obviously you know something that that um, you know Hearthstone should should do more things for, you know, and, and I think that it's cool mm-hmm. that that Frodan who. Who works for Twitch? Um, you know, is is the man behind obviously all these Hearthstone Twitch Rivals events. Uh, seems to always be focused on that, and that's that's really great because Blizzard hasn't done shit. You know, I was I was like, literally <laughs> just gonna make sure you shouted out Dan because yeah. um, obviously I've just been with him for two and a bit weeks uh-huh. uh, more or less, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, I, and I've seen him do this a few times. But the amount of work he puts into events mm-hmm. like this, uh, the um, the Dungeon Run Challenge, you know, the, the all the stuff he's done in the past is like Dan actually is just constant. Like just, just yeah. 
while while he's at an event casting, he is also getting stuff like this done. So it's it's pretty awesome, and he's always trying to think of and new and innovative ways to to run tournaments, not just it's me versus you, best of five, one bad, yeah, let's go. Exactly. You know, and and stuff like this is is really nice for especially for arena players and for streamers as well, because everyone was allowed to stream their own own games. Yeah, and cool. I I really like that that type of concept too. And it's something I actually did a long time ago as well with one of my events back in StarCraft days, but um. You know, like this this whole notion of having one stream and and um, you know only having available on stream, not letting anybody else stream. It, it's it's not optimal in terms of getting exposure and eyes and and just the community totally bought into mm -hmm. an event. So I love the fact that you know that's what they ended up doing, and they were literally you know there was a mainstream and the mainstream is pretty funny too by the way <laughs> we're definitely enjoying the mainstream but you know that mainstream was flipping to the different streams and uh, i have to say they did a great job with with the way they designed that you know we, we've seen things like rat race and you know even just like watchstone and, and where there's a lot of different streams going on you're, you're you're like basically popping to the different streams to see where this overlying contest is and it's mm -hmm. been t not so great i mean i just be honest it hasn't been so great in, in those past events but this time like i felt like it was really good, you know, and, and there were so many entertaining moments too. You know, I I think that TJ and, and Admirable and Kakora and uh, the the main host for for Twitch Rivals did a, a really good job just keeping it keeping it light and keeping it still, you know, everybody at least watching still up to date on, on the points, you know, and, and just where everybody was. Yeah, that was a big thing for me because uh, as a caster, I always just instantly look at show presentation. And how it's casted, and and, how, and you know the, the whole, just the feel of everything to do with production, mm -hmm. and um, it it was one ran very well. They picked some great casters for it as well because you just throw TJ and Admirable on a, on the couch and <laughs> and wind them up and let watch them go. But th this format of tons of views uh -huh. dipping in and out just to see what's going on, and so even if you sit with someone for an hour or a whole match, right, fine. Mm -hmm. And the whole on the couch, kind of casually just you know, having a laugh, talking about what's on the screen, chatting, whatever, um, is exactly what I would like to see Swiss go to, to be honest. Yeah. Um, okay. if, Dream, if DreamHack ran Swiss and the casters would just sort of relax there, yeah. casters would sit down for a few hours. Like, say you do a, a three, four hour shift, you just sit down and you just watch. Okay, you know, they've finished playing now. Let's go and see who, you know, what these are doing. Yeah. You just jump into another match. Like, that's exactly what I would want to see from Swiss, and I think yeah. these guys did a really good job. And just the stuff with the arena, it's there was a lot of exciting points. Because <laughs> the second someone sure. didn't twelve or like missed their last game and lost, you'd be like, oh, like because it's your highest amount of runs com like combined on, yeah. on the three. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a lot of hype moments, a lot of funny moments. Some players raging, which was glorious. Like I love people getting angry at the game. Oh God, so um, and uh, and I think it was commented very well by the casters. I think they did a good job of when to just step back and just watch the stream, which is effectively what we were doing. Yeah. Um, uh, and then when to just jump in and, and keep the conversation flowing, keep the keep the tournament flowing. So yeah. I think. Not my thing. I only like arena, to be honest. Uh, not not my cup of tea. But the stream and the, the tournament overall w was fun and, and pretty mm -hmm. great. I, the the duration of it, like having it be one day, eight hours, I think was like perfect. You know, like not having this long drawn out thing, having this real, you know, um, uh, I don't know, just vibrancy to it. You know, and, and again, mm -hmm. like the entire Arsenal community was watching it. You know, at the time because of it. 
And, uh, you know, we got a lot of people away from auto chess <laughs> to play this thing, which was <laughs> another big game. But yeah, like you said, there were so many underlying funny storylines that were going on. Like in the very, yeah. very beginning, yeah. you know, Crip and Ted and Zeddy were, were destroying it. Like in the very beginning, uh, I think Zeddy got 12 and Crip got something pretty high too. I think they both won their first one. Yeah. Was the it? The first yeah. one, they so both they went 12 and 12. Yeah, and yeah, we yeah, were exactly. like 24 now. And then they were going <laughs> yeah. to the second one. And then that's when like all hell started breaking loose for dude. I, I tuned Zeddy. in and, and oh, Zeddy God. was, was, so was, zero two down i think in one of his <laughs> runs and it was one of the runs that counted of course yeah. and honestly he swore more he, he was like a brit man like he, he was going nuts and he was oh, getting man. dumpstered by this priest deck that yep. fr from my limited arena knowledge yep. looked insane and he was like how is this person at zero and two or one and two because you know he tries to match up with the same win yep. loss yeah this is stupid blah, 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 blah. And i was just cracking up it was oh, just he, funny it was it was so funny because I was they, just a they, viewer. they flipped <laughs> like, to him it was they purposely flipped to his stream and he was super raging when they flipped it was, him it was, great. it was it was really hilarious uh but bef even before that i think the first funny storyline was shady bunny didn't play a single game uh, because he was trying to draft like a great deck. Right. And he went through 25 drafts before he finally started playing a finally finally started his first game and then he went five and three with it. <laughs> yeah, so, so funny. And then the idea oh, for that, anyone yeah. uh, listening watch, of course, is that yeah. um, once you start a run, if you play one, you know, once you yeah. started one, it takes time because you said it was a limited time event. It was literally a timer. Uh, and also once you finished one run, your next two runs continue. So your first run has to be good or yeah. you need to like quit out and start again. Yeah, you, you have control so, over that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but spending so much time over that is just... It was crazy. Uh, he spent at least it was funny. It was 30 funny. to 45 minutes yeah. just, just drafting those first ones. And he had some... And games. he's a good arena streak. Oh, you know, he's, he's not he's, he's not a standard yeah. player flicking to arena. So it's a lot of indecision about what to do. It's just, nope. Nope, this sucks. Dude, he, nope, re nope, he retired nope, nope, nope. some good ones, dude. Uh, they flipped to him a couple of times. It's like, okay, he, he's like literally down to his last few cards. And then he would retire it. I'm like, mm -hmm. dude, he's trying to find like the perfect, <laughs> he's trying to Crazy. draft the perfect deck. And so when he finally decided on one, it was, it was just kind of funny. He went five and three, but obviously recovered decently, finished eighth here, you know, with a uh, touchy derp. But, um, uh, but that yeah, that was really funny too. The end though was really exciting. I don't I don't know if you caught it or not, but um, unfortunately not. No. Yeah, but Dreads and Bozar put up a really good score of fifty four, and then Collins and Faley ended up like they they put the mark up there. They basically uh, finished theirs, and they had the fifty five, and then they were winning. And Adwapta and Tex were at, at fifty three or fifty four, and um, and then Adwapta ended up winning one, getting to eleven. But then he he got. Uh, he got really unlucky. He he totally like his draws were terrible in the beginning of that last mm. one, so he couldn't get the twelve to tie. So they're at fifty four, and then text ended up um, with this deck that was super low curve, like all low costing minions. So it, they were fast games. So he was like at three or four wins, and they were like down by one. He ended up getting um, the tying game started uh, with like maybe like about eight minutes left or something like that. And his game ended up being like three or four minutes. He ended up winning it. So he had enough time to get that last game in. And um, yeah, and they weren't sure he was going to need another game. So he was playing that <laughs> game pretty quickly too. And he ended up 
playing so fast he got to another game but he won on that 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 nice. game before the last i think so, i think the cool yeah. thing as well maybe just finally on this is that the format was very good yeah because one people were jumping up and down up and down up and down up and down because yeah. the amount of time they had yep. plus their scores yep. the way the scores worked and also when you see at the bottom there the t- total max can be 72 and no one got close it's yeah. a super cool format because it's like no one just went oh bang 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 max let's see who else maxes you know what i mean yeah, it was yeah. like very difficult and and i think the format was very well very well done but kept very interesting look how close all those scores are yeah exactly like, I like that's this. like all those scores are like one good even from top to bottom they're like one strong run away from going from the top 10th to first right yeah um, almost Wait, why is there 13.3 on there <laughs> uh i'm i'm trying to figure out why that is point <laughs> three. Is it well, because of losses? Is it because of the number of losses they had, maybe? It's like a tiebreaker. I, I think it was some kind of tiebreaker. Probably. Or maybe if the timer just ends and they've not finished a, a run, maybe? Well, well, they get to finish the game that they're on. So hmm. the game would, you know, you'd either get one win or you wouldn't get a win, right? Yeah. So No um, clue. Yeah, it, it's probably some <laughs> kind of yeah, some kind of tiebreaker, I imagine. But yeah, super close. Congrats to, obviously, Edwakta and Tex, mm-hmm. uh, which a lot of people don't know Tex. So I think this is really great for Tex. Uh, you know, people know Edwakta from Lightforge and just his awesome rants that he makes like always defending uh i mean it's great because he's he, he's the defender of one of the defenders of the arena community so um but tex a lot of people don't know so i think this is really really great for him also quite very quick shout out to Fairley, who's mm-hmm. just savage this year yeah. he's, he's been on one of the most consistent runs in competitive um and he's also just qualified to champs uh, winter champs yeah. and he also got second place in the arena tournament a few a couple of days <laughs> later like super every guy right now exactly yeah. multi-format talent there yeah, i can barely play one mode never mind two <laughs> <laughs> i can i could play neither at this level so it's yeah. all good uh but lots of familiar names on there definitely good stuff so um yeah anyways congrats to to uh, all the players that that you know ended up on this list making some money and uh good job again frodan for uh, organizing this event and twitch rattle's been doing a lot of cool stuff guys i don't know if you guys have been been watching um just all the oh, oh, whoops, 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 oh no i just I screwed, up, screwed up oh god i keep doing that we're back but, um, exactly uh but they've been doing some really cool events in all games not just uh hearthstone or um you know fortnite or whatever like I, I, they did that yesterday and then now they're doing like rainbow uh, i think yeah rainbow or something like that so they're, they're they're going across the board right now for for just um hmm. uh in terms of, of doing events so uh good stuff they're they're always entertaining so it's good definitely mm-hmm. really good stuff Okay, so let's talk about ACT um, APAC, which is an event that you casted, and um, uh, this is the final one, you know, final uh, region for the playoffs, and then we're going to be moving into Winter Champs here in a, a few weeks. But uh, pretty interesting tournament, you know. It's it's always cool to see the last one because they get a chance to to kind of take in the meta that was at the previous events, and then. Who knows what happens at this last one? I feel right. like anything goes at this. In particular, it being APAC, literally anything goes at this tournament. So, um, yeah, what are your thoughts? Like, well, what was the uh, what was the meta like, and what ended up working? 
Yeah, so the, the meta shifted very heavily to a control slash combo base when it went to Americas in the second week. And in a response to that, so many players brought aggro to Asia Pacific and it was generally the right call as long as you had the right decks, the right tech. Um, so yeah, a lot of aggro players did really well. There's some control matchups that did well, but um, you always run into... I mean, I asked the question last week when I was watching Value Town of <laughs> right. how heavy, because it was very much, you're either playing aggro or control slash combo. Right. Mm -hmm. That's it. There's very few players brought middle ground or a 50-50 lineup. Is your opponent's base was was very difficult, right? If you run into someone with a, a worse lineup than you that your lineup beats you probably win. It was that sort of, you know, yeah. weighted either side. So we saw a lot of that. We saw a lot of uh, quick matches as well. You know, mm -hmm. you could watch probably the whole VOD of APAC uh, quicker than you could watch the first two rounds of EU. <laughs> right. uh, it was kind of insane. Right. Uh, I cast a lot of three O's, but yeah, the, the games, I think there was a, generally a lot of solid play. It wasn't like the, the disaster of America's the previous <laughs> weekend, which... We had on. many lives backstage on that one. It was good entertainment, though, man. Oh, I love it. it. Great I, there's, there's two things casters want in Hearthstone tournaments. It's players playing exceptionally well, and then players it's getting like... punished when they play exceptionally bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, those are all we want yeah. from a Hearthstone cast. Give us one or the other, or preferably both, and we are very happy. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, APAC was really good. It's definitely an emotional one, though, for, for a couple yeah. of reasons. Yeah. Uh, one, for, cast for us casters... It was the last playoffs. There's, just, there's no more playoffs anymore. Like, you know, we're just done. Uh, the formats, the competitive formats, going to change. And um, oh. mm -hmm. as 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 far as everyone is aware, like you know, TJ said it a thousand times, there's no playoffs anymore. It's the last playoffs that are ever going to happen. And playoffs is basically me getting into playoffs as a caster was why I could go full time and why I'm casting now. Because without that, you know, maybe I, I probably wouldn't have earned enough money, you know, to mm -hmm. actually do this full time. So really big deal for me. Um, but also, we, we have the, the Tyler uh, yeah. uh, story, which mm -hmm. I don't know how, how those guys conducted that interview, either Tyler or TJ or Dan. I think Dan did a really good job, to yeah. be honest. Uh, but we were all watching, and we were, we were just sat there like, I don't know what to say. Like Tyler, if you don't know, has had an extremely rough start to his year mm -hmm. and not been playing Hearthstone for the past few months because, uh, unfortunately, his father passed very recently, like, couple of weeks ago maybe uh, very recently and uh, he his family basically told him that he should go play and you know go do what he wants you know he loves to do and try and just uh, keep moving basically mm -hmm. and he then he just qualified for champs so it was a it was a crazy weekend especially for tyler and uh, i think everyone's uh, kind of proud of him one for just turning up mm -hmm. never mind what you qualify and just turning up was huge um, but yeah, he did it, and he'll be a champ. So it's kind of kind of crazy, but mm -hmm. it's definitely just an overall emotional weekend. And uh, I'm kind of glad the weekend was pretty fast, uh, playstyle wise, uh, compared to the other two. Because I don't know if both extremely tired due to time zones and that crazy of a weekend, I could have handled it. But we did, and we yeah. got there. <laughs> no, I, I definitely hear you in terms of it being crazy emotional. And I picked Tyler, you know, last week just because I was definitely rooting for him. And I think a lot of people mm -hmm. in the community were rooting for him. And Tyler's just and, a good guy. Yeah, like he really great, is. Like, no, he is. He's been obviously he's been on the show many, many times, and he's right. you know he's just overall really genuinely great. You know, very nice guy and, and caring guy. So. Um, you know, if, if you followed everything that went on with him, you know, with his dad passing away and, and just, you know, him, him very open with his emotions on social media, you know, really, mm -hmm. really sharing, you know, just everything that he was trying to do, you know, in terms of saving his, his father and everything, it, it was, you know, it was hard to, to, you know, really 
watch that as a friend, you know, and, and not being able to, right. to really, and there's, there's very little you can do, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. So, you know, getting, having him come here, have success, it's couldn't happen to a better guy for sure. Right. And, um, you know, uh, he should be taking Casey out to some kind of like great dinner or whatever because Casey you say that obviously Casey did build his shaman incorrectly and send him the wrong deck code because <laughs> okay, he missed true, he didn't true. get Agatha okay. in his even shaman <laughs> but he won anyway so who cares yeah, that's right that's right no but I think was it all four I think all four players had had uh, aggressive lineups the definition have a, I mean all the other two definitely had aggressive lineups I forget what definition had uh, uh he had the slow one. pretty yeah pretty different the quest road, but that's right. I, I think he he played it yeah i think he played against someone who had a slow lineup as well in his group mm -hmm. so i think that really helped him you know uh get through because yeah. we saw for america's killing just couldn't qualify he got destroyed. Our group. Yeah. he just couldn't because yeah. his lineup was so bad versus the other players in the group right. he just couldn't qualify it would have been like 0.1 percent chance <laughs> for him to actually qualify so you know sometimes that happens uh but Killen's already qualified for Worlds. He's got nothing to complain yeah. about. <laughs> he doesn't have to worry. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler too did too. By the way, so this is this yeah. is all you know. But for but for Tyler, it gets very interesting now because oh. if he qualifies in oh, the champs, next person, the next person his goes, his right. APAC spot, yeah, uh, top point earner opens up. Because for example, if Bunny Hopper like wins champs then it's just another spot to someone at champs. Yeah. Whereas if if Tyler wins, the APAC points leader spot is up for grabs. Yeah, which I think, isn't it Doc Rivius? I, I think it's Rivius, right? I, uh, I think it is Rivius as yeah. far as I'm because concerned. Because it was between but, those two for like most yeah. of the year now. I, I don't think yeah. it was close. It's like, it's like those two guys at the top and then like a giant point yeah. gap between the next, the third guy. I so. never commit on points numbers apart from leaders because you never know if it's right. Every time I look, yeah. I feel like that points number <laughs> changes. So Why uh, but, is but, that? Like, but yeah, it's just something to note that like, really? this is different to Bunny Hopper winning champs because right. or Viper because their spots came from champs. So right. their spots then go, drop down the line within champs to see who, you know what happens there. But if Tyler qualifies, then I believe Rivius gets the world spot as well. Yeah. So it's a, a Rivius is like He's go go Tyler. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Totally. But, but but this is also the highest EV champs that has ever existed. That's awesome. No that's, because that's of uh, uh Bunny Hopper and, and Viper. Yeah. No, it's crazy. dude, the champion, the world championships is going to be so sick, man. This year, yep. it's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's just weird. Winter champs could get very strange, though. Mm -hmm. There could be so much more Hearthstone played out at that tournament than there planned to be. I know. Well, there's going to be. There could be a. I mean, it's crazy how many people could potentially be affected that aren't even even be there. They're not going to even be at the tournament, you know. So th I think this is this is the case, probably the biggest case where. Well, there's, there's only Rivius though. Everyone else will be at Winter Champs. Oh, really? Okay. So if 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 say you go to Winter Champs, oh, right? Oh, okay. And I I believe this is what will happen. But say Bunny Hopper, Viper, yeah. and Tyler get top four, right? right. So Tyler's spot goes to Rivius. So oh, forget about yeah. that. Right right? Right, right, right. But Bunny Hopper and Viper, those two spots stay within champs. Right, right. So you you so could the, the one next, two like, you could one six. two out of groups. Right, right. And still get a spot of worlds. So are they gonna be is... playing like fifth and sixth and seventh place games? Yeah, they probably will be, right? They're which is they're, why I said there may be a lot yeah, more Hearthstone happening exactly. champs than planned. Gotcha, gotcha. So they have oh, to play out to find out who gets the spots if yeah. all of this happens. So yeah. if you've qualified for champs and not worlds, 
you are in the best place that's <laughs> yeah. ever existed. 50% of the people get in, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like it's that. Crazy. It's that's crazy. That's awesome. That's definitely amazing. Um, okay. Well, anyways, it definitely makes for a, a very amazing, uh, just like exciting uh, winter championships that's going to be happening at the end of February. So, uh, yeah. you know, definitely get ready for that. You know, start following that. Start. I'm sure we're going to be, be uh, voting for our our picks and getting packs and all that good stuff that we normally do. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, all right. Well, I want to take a, a quick moment here just to you know let folks know that we have a patron Patreon for Value Town, where um, you know just you guys can come and support the show by making any kind of pledges and whatnot. Try to do some fun things too as well with patrons. But you know this is like one of the the only way is to really support the show and really help us keep doing the show. So I always want to take some time, thank some of the, the guys and the patrons for doing that. So Mike T, our legendary producer, as always, Ray Dan, Bryce L, Alex F, Bruce W, Michael O, Two Comma Kid, Cameron M, Paul H, Code Chemist, Roger F, Richard M, Gary D, Antichrists, and Go Tricks, just to name a few. I think Go Tricks is actually in the chat right now, so <laughs> he's, he's always a, a regular every week here, so shout out to all of you guys. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to talk about next here. Actually, I don't even have this. Did I go out of order? I must have gone out of order here. Um, I think next up we've got uh, Hearthstone Streaming. So um, this has more to do with auto chess, but you know we're going to definitely talk about just how, the impact of it on, on basically Hearthstone Streaming because we don't... Last time we talked about Arvag, oh my God, people just like revolted. It's like, is this a Hearthstone stream, man? Like, why are we talking about Arvag? You know, oh, so, God. so we're not no going to talk about crazy. anything without getting angry. It's crazy, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, auto chess. For those of you wondering, what the heck is auto chess? Auto chess is this arcade game that's on on um, you know, or it's, it's in Valve's arcade and or Steam's arcade. Uh, it's based on Dota two. It's made by like three Chinese developers. So, uh, no idea who they are, but they they built this game that's um been very addictive. A, a lot of people have been playing it recently. It's it, it it doesn't look like a card game, but it's very much a card game in, in the way it's played. <laughs> and and it's it's like speaking in terms of artifact where it's like Dota, right? There's like three different lanes. There are three different kind of boards that you're playing on, but um but instead of having cards, you have like these characters or the, these pieces, like on a chessboard. You have these pieces that you can play. They all they all have different abilities and um kind of like artifact. You know, when the turn ends, and the turns are really quick, and that's what, one of the best things about the game. It's, like, really, really quick and fast. And, um, you know, you kind of set your pieces really quick, buff whatever you want, and then once the turn ends or, or once, once your placements end and during that, that stage of the, the turn, they just all start fighting. You know, like, it's, it becomes animated, and they're just, like, cr killing each other and spelled. These giant ships are coming in, and, and all kinds of spells are being cast. And then, you know, at the end of it, you know, whoever's army ends up winning, you know, ends up, you know, getting a win. And, um, you know, you kind of just kind of go back and forth like that until, you know, I, you, actually, you explain it, right? Like, I don't even know how yeah, that so, scoring works. So, so what happens is that yeah. it's eight player, yeah. um, and your opponents, there's some creep rounds where you just kill just creeps kill for, yeah. for gold and items. But there's basically a, you get a random opponent, which mm -hmm. is another person's team. It's a deck building game. So you build a squad of, of heroes from Dota, mm -hmm. uh, and that squad fights someone else's squad, right? So um, at the end, they fight, the AI takes over, and it just does it. You just sit and watch. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Um, and once you win, oh, more, more importantly, if you lose, 
depending on how many heroes of your opponents are alive at the end of that round, they deal percentage damage to you. And once you die, you're out of the game. It's last person's death, basically. So it's a battle royale. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so... <laughs> Uh, but what's very interesting about the way it works is the way you build your team is as you progress through rounds and win or whatever, you get gold. Gold buys heroes. But hero starts one star, and if you get three one-star heroes, you create a two-star hero. And then so oh, on okay. to three-star, right? right? So you upgrade. And the big part of the game is every character has two synergies. So like a human, warlock. So humans do something when you have three different human heroes on the board. Like, oh, they have so a chance the, to disarm okay, an opponent. Race, okay, so yeah. And then the warlocks, if you have three warlocks on the board, uh, different named warlocks, you your whole team gets lifesteal. Wow. Okay, that but sounds great. But you only have, even at end game, you have a maximum of 10 pieces. Most of the core of the game, you go between five and seven on the board. Mm -hmm. So as you can imagine, with synergies with only threes or yeah. twos. yeah. You, you basically create a certain squad with certain synergies to try right. and beat what your opponent's synergies are. Right. Um, but, but yeah, the game gets very interesting because the pool of heroes you can pick from, it's, it's one random. pool between all players. So oh. if, and if an, yeah, this is why it gets interesting. If another player is going axe, right, that, and you buy small axes to upgrade into like a two-star axe, there are less axes in the pool for you to see and for everyone else. Yeah, so it's never good to do the same thing as what another person's doing, basically. Right. Okay. So you need to work out whether you need to alter or go for what you want or yeah. try and change your plan. And a lot of okay. the game is keeping your plan moving because you can see what your opponents have. Yeah. So you can like try and beat everyone. But yeah, the, the game's pretty popular one because it's effectively a deck building game. And mm. people who play any card games like playing more card games normally is something yeah. that you know um and also it's free you just download dota 2 download the map play yeah. and it has a it has a matchmaking and ranking system so it's it's got more <laughs> stuff than artifact has uh, you know so i mean that's how i describe it it's like this is what artifact should have been you know and yes and um you know having it be a dota game uh, but the reason we're talking about it, because this this is obviously a Hearthstone podcast, uh, the reason we're talking about it is because a lot of Hearthstone streamers have started streaming auto chess. You know, it started off as just kind of a fun hobby, but now they're just really addicted to the game. They just, they just want to play the game, and obviously they need to stream every day, so they just like stream it now. So, mm -hmm. you know, like big streamers, you know, dogs streaming it now. You know, Hafu would be streaming it, and... Uh, I mean, Savitz obviously Savitz, did oh, move so, to Magic. Savitz switched but, um, from Magic to like, I mean, Savitz is like almost all in on this. Like, the things mm -hmm. that he's, he's been tweeting uh, recently, like, he thinks this is the next big thing. So he's like, I know, uh, all in. So, part of the, I'll call it the Americas group, but um, Gallon, Crane, Ike, uh, Firebat's been playing. Who's the has been playing it too? Firebat's already built a spreadsheet. That's when you know things get scary. <laughs> I was yeah. trying to Firebat earlier, but yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, like that group are playing it. Um, it's, but I don't know. It, it's one of the benefits of the game is that, and it's just if, if asked on a tournament mode, basically, all eight players are in the same game. Yeah. You just have a your own part of your map, it's split into eight. And you see on the right side everyone's names and health. And health is basically if you lose rounds, you lose health of your main character. Right. So you can literally watch a lobby with Dog versus Savitz versus Hafu versus JJ, who's also playing it, versus Fino versus whoever, right? right? And that's your lobby, and you sit and watch that game. And that's just interesting because it's all these big streamers playing together. 
and then yeah. you see who's the best, which, you know, because of everyone's pre-built audiences, that gets more interesting. It's like, oh, Dog just dumpstered all of these Hearthstone streamers, right. you know, in, in this game. And it's, it's pretty fun. It's relatively quick. A game's like approximately 30 to 40 minutes total. So it's not too bad. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think a lot of it is just multiplayer. Almost, It's like a built-in mini tournament every single time you play. Yeah. And I, I think that's... Uh, if Hearthstone had a, a four-man or six-man or eight-man whatever tournament mode, mm. streamers would probably run tournaments with other streamers all day. You know, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that would probably that's, that's, happen a little bit more. Though. I mean, that, I think that it definitely that, is different. That phenomenon does have a little bit to do. I mean, the no question has a little bit to do with with just why people like are are okay with watching it. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I still think that there there obviously is this element of of not knowing what you're watching, just like anything else. Like if you're watching it for the first time. And, um, you know, it isn't, there, there are definitely elements of it that are not as watchable as, as Hearthstone because you, oh, you, you, I, I watched a how to play video yeah, before yeah, I played because yeah, exactly. I did not understand. Right. You, I, you have I, to, I, I, I didn't understand. Yeah. Yeah. The nice thing is it's free. So you can just go and download it and just like learn it and, and you can play. Mm-hmm. But and like um, I said, I watched one video and I knew how to play then. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It was, it's, it's not simple. like, it's oh, simple. but what about this and this? It's like, yeah. you just play then. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I think that, um, you know, the, I, I can see why a lot of them are playing it. I mean, it's a, a it's fresh. B, the, you know, it, it's different, right? It, it's definitely not, not not singular. Again, I think it's something that Artifact should have been, you know. So, um, uh, one of my I, biggest gripes with Artifact is it, that it was promoted as a card game, and it's not. It's, it's like what do you mean? It, it, to, to, it's so, not. it feels more like Artifact feels more like a board game. Oh, yes, right? yes, I agree with that. Whereas, you know, I, I I've got board games. In, in my house that have cards with them it's not a card game right. you, you know what i mean like right, right, and it was right. it was touted as some kind of mtg hearthstone style card that's game right. that's right whereas it doesn't have to be a card game to be fun and for people to like to play it right mm-hmm. like i think that was the mis-selling point in artifact but I don't want too <laughs> much about the, that the, yeah million things like that yeah. wrong with it but uh but, you know the spectator element of it too you know i think the spectator element's kind of cool it's like quick and uh i think the speed too like if we had speed hearthstone I think a lot of people that that would be pretty cool, and, and that's what it we, feels like. The casters like. were literally talking about this. When you're last playing weekend. auto chess, it, it is like you got 30 seconds to make your moves. I mean, well, it, it, you don't have that much time. It's quick. It, it's in a game where uh, the the combat does itself. The game has a surprising amount of micro to it because you get like 10 seconds to choose which heroes you want to buy that round, place which heroes on the board, and also board positioning does have a very high impact to whether you win or not. Um, So, for example, there's an easy strategy, but the assassin type uh, leaps to the back line (laughs) and, and like, leaps to the furthest away square um, and then attacks your opponents from behind. And normally people put their weaker characters at the back, right? Right. so what you can do if you're against someone who's playing assassins, you put your dudes in a corner and oh, leave yeah, one yeah. square and, at the back. And then just... one assassin jumps in, and then you all just turn around and he dies. <laughs> That's awesome. But 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 the positioning yeah. is it's where the chess aspect comes in. You are right. playing on a board of squares, and nothing can be on the same square at the same time. Right. So there is that movement style yeah. and, and set and your, up to your the, stuff to the attacks game. the most the closest thing to them too. Yeah. You know I mean, so there, there's there's that element as well. So. Yeah. But um, it's definitely it's definitely cool. But you can miss me can mess up. I messed up like twice today, really big and lost because of it. Yeah. Like, and and that's just I messed up the actual clicking. You know, like the actual <laughs> APM of the game, which sounds weird, but it exists. It's okay, so the, here's the big question: like, 
is there actually a future in RHS or is this just like a, a shot in the pan, you know, kind of thing? Uh, as it stands today, there probably isn't a future in it because it's solvable to a large extent. Like your endgame composition of, of heroes is often extremely similar, all games, if you last that long. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of the problems they have is they're updating patches, they're doing patches, bounces, and, and new heroes already. Um, but one of the problems is if you... Okay, in case you don't know, you get a choice every round of like five heroes and you buy what you can buy with your gold, right? Mm -hmm. If I tell you in a year they've added 1,000 extra heroes, well, how, how do you ever get the same heroes to level them up, right? Because that's how they work. Okay. You buy three of one hero, right. levels it up once, yeah? Right. But if they add tons of heroes, well, the pool gets bigger, so then you don't see the heroes as much. So right. if, if they were going to make it last and make it not solvable, is you would have to, say, have... Say you have 1,000 heroes just as a random number, they would have to have like 20 different pools and in any given separate game, it picks like 10 random pools well, you know, they, to keep, or, the, or they keep could, the mix or going. Or they could just keep having a new update that has brand new heroes. It like takes right. heroes out yeah, and puts yeah. new ones like, in. Literally, like this new I season guess. has brand new heroes. You know, and, that's, and true. That. that's true, that's true. The, the, only, the, only problem with a, the only problem with a fixed pool uh, like that is that, well, every season becomes salt. You just work it out. And then yeah, that's what you play for every season. That's what meta is in Hearthstone. I mean, it's kind of the same in that way. Uh, I guess. I guess yeah. it's just harder because, like, you can't change cards in a deck. You, as an end game maximum, you have ten characters, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And they all have to synergize. So if you have, you often don't run like one random hunter or one random warlock. You yeah. need three of warlocks. So and there's, for example, dragons. Three dragons creates the synergy, and yeah. they start with their ultimates, but. There are only three dragon characters in the game. Right. But there's so, RNG too, right? There's a chance you don't get those three, right? Uh there is. There is RNG, yeah. And also people can steal them, which if people see oh. you going dragons oh, and then yeah. they buy they buy all Paul the Dragons. Right, right. Because they already have their them. synergy, right? And they can just buy up whatever. Right. They can just right? buy them because you have like ten slots to hold characters right. in. Um but That's yeah, cool I, I think <laughs> I like that. There's, there's a future, but they have to very quickly design it that way. If yeah. they just leave it then people are going to get burnt out pretty quick because I imagine already you start just seeing, okay, I start this, like, at the moment, and this could just be balanced, which is fine, but starting mechs or druids is the strongest way because they have the most powerful early game. Right. And if you get a powerful early game, you transition to late game a lot stronger and so on. So you get to the point where it's like, okay, there's my usual start. Okay, yeah. it's a little bit different. Okay, here's my usual end game. So on, well, so on. So it's got re tons of replayability, but long-term, as in a game that could span years, they need to put some certain things in to keep it fresh, or at least plan to. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely fun. I think it's really exciting. I mean, in terms of seeing... You know, we haven't seen a, a card game just classify as a card game, right? Like, right. we haven't really seen a card game that that's, I would say, innovated past Hearthstone or innovated to a point where it's actually better than what we've seen with Hearthstone or even... I mean, you know, Hearthstone's not that crazy different. It didn't introduce the class and the hero powers and, you know, things like that. But but still, it, it was still an innovation and the fact that it was digital and, and mobile and everything, you know, mm -hmm. it, was, it was a big part. So we haven't really seen anything change in this genre, uh, you know, and people were thinking Artifact would be it. Obviously, Artifact <laughs> isn't it. And But so this is like... This is the closest thing I've seen, you know, outside of maybe of what I've heard of Bazaar, you know, like, like Raynad's thing. 
um, mm-hmm. to something that that's quite different and, and I think could work. So it might not be, like it. Mm-hmm. It, it might not be auto chess, you know, it might not be these three guys, you know, because who knows, like they could be just three guys in their garage, you know, like they're, they're, they're they might not be some game development house that, that I, I think that, um, you know, at the level of which we're talking about being the next big thing, you probably need, you know, a, 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 at least some type of, um, a group of, of developers together and game designers. So it, it might be just like the idea that that ends up turning into like Dota, for instance, right? Like Dota was this Warcraft three arcade game that ended up turning into, you know, what we all know as MOBAs, you know, and created uh, a genre. Yeah. Exactly. And, and Valve, we you know, went and made Dota, you know, so, um, it, you may be, have heard of that game called League of Legends. Yeah, League Pretty of Legends. Pretty popular. Was like, um, the simplified version of that. So it'll be interesting to see if, if uh, you know, if one of these other big development houses kind of get their game designers on that, get their their juices flowing, and seeing how they can make this into you know something that that can become well, big. Well, what's interesting to me is the game itself, on a basic level, is actually quite simple, and when you've got a simple idea. You get a squad of characters, heroes, whatever, and then they fight your opponent's squads. That is quite simple. You make synergies that the heroes work well together, so on. That's a simple um, idea. Yeah. And because it's simple, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some developers that are already jumping on something now. Because you, graphically, Dota, the, the, the graphics in Dota Auto Chess do not look great because it's Dota. You know, the, the, the engine and the models and the characters move and, and act like Dota, right? And Dota looks okay, but it's not fantastic. But bear in mind, you have a maximum of 20 units on your view. Mm-hmm. Like, that game could look incredible. You know, if you yeah. built it, if you built what you wanted it to be, the characters could have very unique design. The game itself is very straightforward to explain once you get past the whole people thinking about Dota and chess, you just name it something better. Um, and, I mean, the, and then, the, fighting, and then, the fighting could be much more uh, Oh, it could look sweet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, could, the fighting right insane. now, I mean, for the most part, in, you know, with the exception of you seeing this, like, ghost ship come up there and knock stuff on right. and a few of the other spells, it, it does look like just a bunch of people slashing each other. You know, that sort of thing. Right. And but it, it and could be it, awesome. It could it, be It amazing. could look yeah. awesome, yeah. That, yeah. That's what I mean, right? And that, mm-hmm. But to create the game... It, it, I'm not a game developer, but it should be relatively simple. It's a chessboard that dudes have to move along, and then they hit their opponents with whatever stats you tell them they're allowed to. You know, like, yeah. the, the core concept of the game is not super difficult, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we see something, because the first person, to our first company, to set out his, let's just keep calling it auto chess for now, his auto chess ultimate, <laughs> then, then, like, all the streamers will play it, Straight away, yeah. whether it's good or bad, people will be like, sweet, someone's actually made an auto chess game. Boom. Yeah. Thousands of viewers. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. you could make skins for that game super easy. Already in game now, if you get top three, you effectively get a roll for coins. And coins mm-hmm. give you um a roll for a random courier. So you right. the character that you actually are in game, you, it doesn't fight, you just move around and control things. Right. There there are already like a roll skin and rarity based skin based system in this bloody map you know what i mean not even and if you could make a game so it'd be uh, fully skin based you could sell uh, sell yeah, a lot of yeah. stuff like that like i don't know it seems straightforward to me it's uh, probably an easy win although we might see some bad rip-offs yeah for sure but kind of circling back to how this again pertains to um Hearthstone streaming um i don't know it, 
it makes one thing i think all of this and, and we you know we're seeing it when, when magic you know arena as well as artifact was was um you know a few months ago pulling streamers away from hearthstone that sort of thing i mean right now i feel like there are not enough big streamers to go around, you know, like for all these games that are, you know, potentially uh, happening. You know, normally what, what would happen is like a game starts getting big and organically there'll be some big streamers that come from it. But because the marketing strategy for all these games, and we saw a little bit with PUBG as well and Fortnite, um, you know, they, they pay these streamers to go and, mm. and play these a games. A lot of money. Yeah. Watch Disguised Toast's video. It is <laughs> yeah. absurd. Right, right. They pay them a lot of money. And, and it's like, no wonder, you know, like, no wonder, but, you know, shows like ours don't get any <laughs> any, any kind of sponsorships for them because, right, right. you know, streamers are obviously making all the money. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, so when, you know, things like this, like auto chess, it, it just makes like this, you know, Hearthstone streaming numbers like so fragile, you know, like they, it, it could just disappear tomorrow. And, you know, we're, we've seen a little bit of it, you know, toes playing, uh, you know, kind of like half and half timing it. Right. Like, like playing. And toes like sort of hopping on a variety stream. Yeah. Now, yeah I would kind say. Of offline mm -hmm. and everything. Right. So like his, his slot has opened up, you know, during the day, but you don't see anybody taking up that you know in terms of like uh, from a standpoint of uh, a ton of viewers so mm. you know this whole like the the next line kind of comes in and takes the you know when people leave that doesn't happen that way you know not on twitch and and, and you know that that's a little concerning you know in terms of of um you know just the total hearthstone streaming numbers kind of going down it doesn't mean the game's any less popular it just means that you know from a i would say a, a and, twitch prominence it's it's been coming down you know i think in a roundabout way, I think it's just a good thing because yeah. one, it's one of the problems I see with Twitch and just with streaming and the, and the culture is that you need to stream 18 million hours a day. You know, like an unhealthy amount of time needs to be spent if you, if you one, if you're big because you just earn so much money, you just should. Um, but also, people's mindset of how I grow is I stream 8,000 hours a day, right? Yeah. Like it, you, you never start every day, seven days a week. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And the problem with that is like, if you do that, you're going to burn out of anything, right? Like no one can grind one game and never be bored of it. Yeah. It just doesn't really happen, right? That's just not the way life is. Or the way your brain works even. Like even the craziest jobs in the world get boring for the people doing them. Believe it or not, there are boring parts of my job and I have a dream job. You know what I mean? Like it, that's just the way it is though, right? Like it could be any job in the world. But if people move on, it refreshes them for Hearthstone in general. But also, I think Hearthstone stood the test of time. Like, there are many games that people think would dumpster Hearthstone, especially in streaming numbers, and it continues to be minimum top 10 most of the time. But on the flip side of that, I do think Blizzard could do some things for Hearthstone. Like, there was a format in Brawl I mentioned earlier where it's, like, just no classic or um, basic cards, uh, but you had to build a deck out of only four expansions worth of cards. And they were yeah. expansions that have never hit each other um in in the, the game's life as well mm -hmm. so that's super interesting but it was just a tavern brawl just make it heroic brawl yeah that gets super that gets super sick one you make money blizzard you make a lot of money because people keep paying it uh, for heroic brawls yeah. two it's super fun to stream right yeah like, it's so much fun it's like arena but good right you know um <laughs> and, and and with with you actually doing like no basic or classic this week, or these, for the two weeks, it's these four random expansions. It's archetypes and decks and styles that no one's ever seen before. The streamers are really interested, and they want to stream it. And viewers will be interested because it's just brand new Hearthstone. Like, there are things that Blizzard could do. I feel like they're kind of 
lacks a little bit. I mean, look look what Dan just did with Twitch Rivals. That's yeah, interesting, I mean, right? Let's just say we but, had Twitch Rivals like every two or to four weeks. Right. I mean, you keep those guys invested. You know, like you give these events that they, even if you have to incentivize them, right? Like they, yeah. they still come back and then there's something interesting and different that they're participating in. Yeah, and the I mean, big, you saw streamers be like, uh, oh, practicing for Twitch rivals. So they yeah. were doing, dual, they're doing right. duo streams with arena streamers and stuff. Like it's something different. It's something interesting. It's right? a it's community a thing too. Yeah. You know, it's like that, that, that's the one thing that's been missing. It's just, is having this community feeling type in having things like um you know because we, we have a bunch of niche like these these groups right within the hearthstone space you know whether it's groups of pro players or groups of streamers you know and things like that but you know when you're able to create events that actually bring together a bunch of these you know that the groups that you would mm -hmm. not no normally see together i mean it's kind of cool you know it's kind of cool seeing this guy so let's play with mervs you know like like grouped up with right. mervs like for this event and and it really you know you know cross pollinizes like the the communities and, and you know you can really say that that you know the twitch rivals was not an actual community event you know that's mm -hmm. that's really really cool you know we don't that, see that too much you know so. i know dan's on, on board with this general idea but mm -hmm. i still just want to see multi-format tournaments like it would be yeah. sick imagine the arena the twitch rivals arena style score was done day one imagine if today they had a constructed tournament with the top 10 teams you know, like, or, or, or whatever, right? You know, it doesn't really matter what it is, but imagine if, like, that's a one-day event. That was fantastic. But imagine next time they do a three-day event, but, like, today they do draft where they, you know, yeah. open packs or whatever, you know, and, and the, the duos, like, work through this and it gets further and further down until there's a finals or something, like, that yeah. would be super cool to watch and also display many different aspects of being good at Hearthstone. Arena, yeah. deck building, execution, mechanical play, etc. I think that would be super fun, super cool, and it's one thing that would be very interesting. I would watch it. Like, yeah, it's my I'd job, but, you know, I'd watch it. It's like... <laughs> yeah, I for think sure. Cool. Yeah, totally. And if they, you know, if something could be figured out just in terms of doing more of these long term you know logistically i think mm -hmm. that that's where I, I you know i think that um you know a lot of value could be gained there because you know there's a lot of people that plan giant one-time events you know and right. then it's like it only happens one weekend you know and that's it where this is like something that needs to be addressed throughout the entire year you know so even if it's <laughs> on a smaller scale like like even if it's twitch rival it's on a sp smaller scale th that's for me, that that's probably the right size. You know, it's like it's not too crazy to do. It's something that can be replicated and and potentially just just needs a different format every time. But right. that size is perfect. And it was invitational only. There's the a reason why things are invitational, guys. Like there's you know it, it's strategic in a way too. You know, just to to not only just get viewership, but get the kind of right people together. You know, like people that are representing different elements of the the tournaments or just the community and things like that. So yeah, um, yeah, uh, we definitely need more of that. That that that'd definitely be great. The caster yeah, no, tournament needs to happen. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> should. I um I, I think as well the past twelve months of Hearthstone has been so heavily uh, competition based in terms of HCT circuit of tour stops, playoffs, champs, tour stops, playoffs, champs. Yeah. Pretty savagely to be honest. There's, there was a lot of tour stops this past twelve months. <laughs> um, so I think people now need now we need to go back to what's this cool event? Whether it's mm -hmm. you know fully top of the line competitive or not, it's like is this event cool? Is it interesting? Yeah. Um, as well as competition, of course. I, I more than most probably just love true competitive Hearthstone, just completely who is the best player full stop. But I also watch Twitch Rivals and I don't like Arena. 
You know what I mean? It's well, just a, I watched yeah. it because of what it was, you know, and, and I, I don't, I have less arena wins than probably most people you've ever spoken to. Yeah. Um, but I watched it because the event was cool, you know, and, and that's just a good thing. Well, I mean, so the, the one thing that's, um, I mean, it didn't really happen in the Twitch arenas, uh, rivals thing, because it was, it was really just two of the best, you know, you're trying to pick the two best people together, right? Like in terms of arena, but you know, one thing, you know, things that have worked really well in the past uh, that that you know we've seen in, in sports is is just the general kind of pro am you know type of of combination mm-hmm. of like somebody who's really good and somebody you know who's not and it's usually like a celebrity or something like that and the reason why those things work by the way is because the the best players in the world at, at like a sport or whatever uh, or certain sports they may not be the most popular people like in that sport or in that that industry and when you kind of combine you know just famous people with that at the same time it, it becomes something really interesting and i remember a long time ago i did this like it was like this arcade game in starcraft 2 it's called star strikers and star strikers is oh, the football right yeah yeah it's, it's, it's right. soccer it's, it's a football yeah. soccer and the the star strikers community they had pros they had like legit pros and they had you know and i would actually just play with them like every night because i was just like love that game for a while and um so i ended up putting together this tournament where it would just like it was like four before, right? The the actual game. Mm-hmm. I'd take two of the Star Striker pros and put them with two StarCraft two celebrities. You know, like Idra and Huck would play with you know the, these two Strikers, these two Star Striker pros, and then Day Nine and JP would play with these two. Stri- and we right. basically built like eight, I forget like either eight or sixteen teams, and it was like crazy huge. You know, it was it was like very very big event for like the scale of which you know I, I did it at, which was like next to nothing. You know, it was a community right. thing. And I think that kind of thing in, in our sun could work as well too. You know, like the streamers are not necessarily the best players. You know, like some of them are, but most of them aren't. You know, they're 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 legend players, but they're not you know the HCT pro type of players. So I think like it, when you kind of put thing people together like that, and arena is like a really good example of it because a lot of people don't play arena at the level mm-hmm. of, you know like some of the guys that we saw do well. So if you kind of combine those two and create some kind of some kind of event that that allows for that that dynamic then then you're kind of putting the the best things in the community together you know yeah. and, and doing something cool that way so i, I would agree with you though that a speed hearthstone should happen yes God, needs... we need some way to do that like yeah. you know just i wish custom custom uh uh game counter or something like that um if you go over the timer once you've just lost <laughs> I'd be so sick. It would make that people would play fast, brutal. wouldn't it? Make people, you know, oh, sorry, sorry, that's a loss. I get out. <laughs> okay, so there's probably no way of doing that. But <laughs> Not <laughs> that's yet. a little too brutal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, why don't we do move on to some Q&A, guys? We've still got a few minutes left here. So if you got any questions, definitely ask them in Twitch chat. Uh, if you're for whatever reason not in Twitch chat, go ahead and tweet those to Valuetown GG and we'll we'll read them out. Amaden, our regular, has a question. What theme should Team 5 make an expansion about? Clearly, the top performing expansion was the, or the, I guess the top performing, yeah, the top performing expansion, I guess, of all time was the Frozen Throne due to its superior theme and well-known characters. I'd agree with that. I mean, they also did a crap load of promotion for Frost Throne. I mean, they did the whole thing at Comic-Con and, and I mean, they, they, they even made crazy awesome videos, you know, and stuff like that for Frozen Throne. So uh, I think it had a lot to do with it as well. But to your point... Uh, you know the the lich king i mean that that's like one of the the strongest or most well-known wow expansions so 
Um, Probably the most, most iconic story that yeah, um, true. maybe even just Blizzard have, actually. So it was Warcraft 3 Frozen Throne. Uh, well, Warcraft yeah. 3 introduced Arthas, but the Frozen Throne was his like journey as a, a, as a becoming the Lich King. And um, yeah, I, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's hard to beat if that's the criteria of can you pick a bigger expansion than that in terms of theme? Probably mm -hmm. not, but they could do Hearthstone Heroes of Overwatch. That'd be, a, that'd be a good expansion <laughs> theme. Imagine I play Tracer. Yeah. Like, I mean, no, they, I, did, I they did like BRM. They did Black Rock Mountain once. I, I, I feel like they could still go even further with that, you know, and, and uh, you know, really dig into that. Otherwise, other than that, I don't know if there's any more. You know what I wanted crazy. to see, and I was a bit upset yeah. we've not seen it, is do you know when they um, sort of almost reset the Hearthstone universe? Um, and they have, you know, the, the inn with the little girl. I can't remember the bloody name. But yeah. there's like, you know, where the song's yeah. from yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Merlot, the York, the, the Paladin. So. Like, none of those, uh, well, most of those aren't characters in, in the game. And I was like, ah, oh, man, I, 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 I was expecting, there's only the, the Blood Elf, I believe, the doll puppet dude, okay. Okay. Um, is a character. I was like, oh, I thought they were going to like have all these characters in the actual game to, uh, yeah, to, to play cool. Yeah, I thought that'd be pretty sick, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't necessarily even want them to just follow the Warcraft lore around. I kind of like them just going going random. I was surprised they did Rastakhan because uh, yeah. that's so closely tied in with the current World of Warcraft uh, uh, yeah. expansion. I personally think that League of Explorers was one of the best themed expansions that they ever had, except for you know the cards themselves were just you know so so, but. I, I thought that just having, you know, Reno and having, you know, Elise and, and things like that and, and how they, they just created the, the whole storyline and, and, and world around that, that was really cool. You know, I, I, I would definitely not mind if they, they tried something like that uh, again. You know, it's something brand new and, and creating the lore. And it, it just, it gives them more runway too, like just to come up with it. It's probably I just want them though. to go full meta and make a expansion about a tournament of Hearthstone, like that would be so sick. Like what? That'd tournament? be too deep. What, what tournament? Like yeah, a Hearthstone tournament in in law in game. That'd be so uh, sick. Oh, oh, just okay. go, go really deep. <laughs> tournament organizer. <laughs> like... <laughs> that, right. Oh, the fact that you're laughing so much oh, means that that would goodness. be funny, right? Oh, It'll be so dude. sick. You play a card that's called uh, unannounced player, nerfs. raging player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Un unannounced nerf, top deck, top, top deck. Discover okay. the best okay. card from your deck. <laughs> it's like that'd be so sick. Oh be so god! Funny. You could do a Swiss guru or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, like add, a, add, yeah just Swiss rounds. Add ten turns to the timer or something like. Yeah. It's the opposite of Nozdomu makes the turns longer just because Swiss never <laughs> Oh god. It'd be so funny. Okay. That would be funny, but I don't know <laughs> I don't know if the actual storyline people in great like what what how deep that they could go because I feel like they spend a lot of time on uh, And like, they, they could make like actual like characters. So they could make actual players into oh, characters. Oh, so par so parody like like just saying yeah, <laughs> just shoot, but but like oh, uh, you know as God, an orc or you know whatever. Yeah. But it would be so sick. It would be so sick. Just saying, it would be J U S T S A Y I N or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that's That'd not a great. bad idea. That'd be pretty funny. I, I give you that. <laughs> that would that would be definitely a, a laugh. Yeah. I just don't know how long it would last. It'd be like okay, it'd be sick. I, I, there'd be a I, card I like. 
card literally called like Ace of Hunters. It'll be a hunter card, massive orc hunter, but then with like uh, curly blonde, like puffy <laughs> hair, like Hunter Ace. It would be so oh, funny. It would, I'd love it so much. They're really? never going to do it ever. I'm pretty sure, but it would be. It'll be hilarious. I mean, I've always said that they should memorialize our world champs. Like, like you know, as as some type of card, right? For real. Not just like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, not, 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 not. That's yeah, supposed yeah. to be fire bat. You know, like, no, no, you know, that doesn't count. You know, like you're having a legit shit one so that, um, I don't know, you know, it's it just would some, be really something funny. historical, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, any other questions, guys? I don't know if there's anything. Oh, there's a question. Oh, do you think that, do you think we'll get any nurse before April? I say yes. Before so before rotation is is the question I guess. I mean we are close, right? What are we on end of January? We probably yeah. could. Put this way, it would yeah. be good if we got nerfs again, yeah. and we got them before the expansion. It would be good mainly because the the more Blizzard mess with stuff, the more it shows they're willing to mess with stuff, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like uh, people get upset, like oh this was nerfed and now I can't play this deck. Would you rather things never change? No is the answer to that question. Yeah, I, I agree. But what should they nerf? Ghost success. What should they nerf? Let's say what would I? I mean, definitely something in Hunter. Like I, I think that something in Hunter could would be nice to change. Um, My weird thing about Hunter is like I'm slightly biased because I love Hunter, but it's you know they said in the interview right, it's powerful right now, very powerful. But it's not unbeatable. It doesn't, you know, in the, in the, I don't know. It's just, it's a strong ag- aggro deck and you have to have strong decks in the game. There will be a strongest yeah. deck. It doesn't feel like Druid, right? Or at least not uh, to me. When I play well, against Hunter, it does not feel the soul-crushing anxiety I used to get from queuing into Druid and going, they are going to wild growth me on two, nourish me on five, and I'm going to die. I don't know. The, the current one can feel that way. Like the one with the hyena, you know, like the one right now, right? You know, like, like the... It, it can I just, just feel get, like you like can really interact bad. with it and build decks that just dumpster it. Like, can, I don't you know. You can. I mean, once you know how to play against and not trigger the secrets and right. things like that, then, Whereas, then you can. But it, it does keep reloading. You were talking about Zul'jin earlier. Like, Zul'jin's, like, really strong and just re- keeps... It reloads the board after you've already reloaded the board a million times with spell stones and, and uh, right. you know, to my side and oh, stuff like that. I, so. I think it's very strong, but I think there has to be a very... Once, like, a strong deck, right? Something yeah. has to be the strongest. But yeah. my thing is... Druid felt like you couldn't build something that beat Druid that wasn't just Druid. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was very difficult to just go, I'll play this, and if I run into Druids, they are going to get dumpstered. That just didn't feel like that. Yeah. Whereas against Hunter, to be honest, a lot of the time, like, Priest can wreck a lot of Hunters pretty easily. Um, once Hunter loses momentum and don't have Master's Call, they still don't do much. Like yeah. some of the healing classes, some of the big combo classes. I think Paladin does pretty okay versus Hunter right now. I don't think that's a big problem. Uh, sorry, yeah. OTK yeah. Paladin, for example, I mean. <laughs> uh, you, but again, you could build a deck that just dumps this Hunters if you want. Whereas Druid, I thought, was so oppressive that they just had better cards than everyone else. Whereas I don't feel like that's the case with Hunter. Um, but I, I think Priest is a problem, mainly because when playing against Priest is a horrible experience because you know if you aggro, they either have drawn Zilliax or Mass Hysteria on five or they haven't. If they have drawn Zilliax, then you know that's going to be res three times and you probably don't have to choose to kill them. Um, if they don't draw it, you probably win, but it's all on them. 
a lot of the time, right? Yeah. You often can't play around mass hysteria or psychic scream that much because you need the bodies on the board to win. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that. Sometimes particular. they clone, and you die. <laughs> it's just, oh, yeah. That that's the part of it I have more problems it, with. It, it just feels unfun to play against, yeah. no matter what class you're playing. Is is my issue? Like, I feel like you can just just lose. Like, well, you know, I mean, you you can't like any any classes that have transformation. So hex and poly, you can disrupt it pretty hard. You know, because then then you would force them to have to have the cloning gallery. To to right. to potentially pull some stuff off, right? And and then even at that, there's still RNG that they get sheeps, you know, they get they get frogs, you know, and shit like that. I, so I guess like the the worry is the two classes you just named are two are two of the weakest classes in the game right now yeah, versus everything yeah. else. So I mean, maybe that's just exact, uh, you know, making the issue worse. Mm -hmm. Um, but for, for me, like priest just feels terrible to play against and feels like you can do everything right and then you just lose anyway. And then you just lose anyway, you yeah. know. And, and obviously, I'm being a bit extreme, um, I, but it, it feels like you have the least impact on the game plan when you play against Clone Priest, whereas they have all the the, the impactful turns and decision making. Yeah, I mean, I, I know what you mean to some extent, but for me, if I were to nerf that, I would just nerf the cloning gallery. I think that's the only thing that feels like really crazy bad losing to because and, it's like they start with two mind blasts, which should be terrible. Right? right, and then they they just end up getting you know the elementals and then the the Valen Malagas and they win and you win you know it's like but this it's, is a, really this is a weird question right because yeah. I guess what the the core of the question is what do you want to change before rotation because uh, radiant elementals go out in rotation right yeah yeah I mean all the so so so, I mean, I would so, say so yeah exactly the the spellstones do so clone priest goes away soon anyway so. I think the bat is pretty decent right now. Yeah, I, I can't I, think I of I can't think of a specific card mm -hmm. that is just crazy broken right now. You know, outside of uh, of you know Rexar or just something that's crazy valuable and powerful like like Rexar that's not going to be going away anyway. So, well, that's I, it, right? I, I can't Honestly, think of yeah. I can I mean, it would have to be maybe like Gen and Baku hero power abilities yes you know what I, I think those are the two things those Agreed. are the only things i would change yeah right now and that's a long-term yeah, change yeah. i i think um ganimbaku was the second i saw the reveal of those cards i was like they're printing these in the first set <laughs> um because they're gonna be in the game for the longest right yeah a uh, period of time possible and but I, I don't know how you nerf them I mean, you could you could get really creative. I mean, you could change it by a lot if you wanted to. Like, you don't have to you don't have to go up one or down one or you know, like you, you don't have to do anything subtle. You could actually change it quite a bit if you want. Look at the new new heroes, right? They're they're very very different. Yeah, so, I just don't yeah. know how you'd nerf Ganembaku. Like we've talked about, it. I feel the cast have talked about this before. Like, how would we nerf it? Anything we come up with is either unplayable or still broken. Is <laughs> yeah. the problem like? Stats and stuff doesn't matter, right? You can make them the worst cards to play in the world. You still play them because it's a one of thirty to make your deck very powerful or your hero power very powerful. Um, well, I mean, like then, so here's an example, right? Like Odd Paladin, like mm -hmm. instead of putting two guys on the board, maybe just put, you know, a one two on the board or a two two, even just a single two two. That's really good, and obviously we see that with like like the the Death Knight, but it's not as good as two one ones for for a deck like Odd Paladin. You know what I mean? Right. So I mean, that, that's like an example of just one tweak. 
Um, yeah. You know, like the damages, like I wouldn't just increase damage, you know, for some of these, which you see with Hunter, you see with, with Mage, you see with, you know, even Rogue. So I think those could be tweaked a little bit, but I mean, we really have to pick and see, which choose which ones are actually having, you know, creating problems. But, um, but for sure, the whole like, oh, this should be pretty difficult building decks with just odds or evens is not an issue. Like it's, you know, the hero power still makes up for plenty makes up for all the deficiencies from that standpoint. Mm. And, uh, and, yeah, and the problem is you, you look at a lot of the, the correct archetypes, right? As I said it earlier, it's extremely difficult to want to build a warrior that's late game mm -hmm. that isn't odd because the hero power is so bloody good. Right. It's extremely difficult to build. People have been playing Tempo Rogue. It's just not as good as Odd Rogue, is it? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, you never, if the hero powers stay the same and the cards stay the same, it's as more cards go into the pool as well. Like, everyone's playing with the same set, but especially like right now before rotation, it's insane. Your decks are pretty damn powerful with just mm -hmm. odd cards or just even cards. Like it's, it's super strong, and um, yeah, the problem, the, the, the real problem they have is to nerf a card's mana cost. They have to work out whether they're buffing it in a different way, right? Uh, if, if you yeah. nerfed, um, if you nerfed kill command, oh, this is a terrible example because even hunter <laughs> sucks. But if you nerfed kill command to four mana, is that does that make even hunter powerful? Right, right. You know what I mean? Like that's mm -hmm. the problem they have with even and odd decks. They cannot nerf cards by yeah. mana that, that well anymore because it might just buff something else. Right, right. right. And that's why. Like, I, um, that's why. It's like they can't release good one drops now for Paladin because odd Paladin with call to arms and super powerful one or two drops. Uh, well, one drop, sorry, because they can't have two drops, uh, would be busted, right? Like, yeah. you know, so so that, that, that suddenly, because of even an odd, they have to be terrified if they change mana on anything at all. It's nuts. I mean, to be honest, I'd be okay if they just drastically change them into the point where they don't, they're not played anymore. Like, it's okay oh, to, like, you yeah, know, like, like, let's just say halfway through this next year, you know, it's clear that I mean, look at look at the meta right now. You know, it's like odd, even, odd, odd. You know, like even, like there's odd. You know, there's there's like half the decks are either they're odd or even. You know, and um, I I wouldn't mind if they essentially, I mean, if they completely nerfed both of those cards, like they just removed them from the game just to that point, we'd see a completely different Hearthstone. Like mm -hmm. that, that would create like a, a, a brand new Hearthstone after that, which is the, you know, the, what the thing I was hoping for when reset happens. But now mm -hmm. that, that I, I'm, you know, realizing Baku and Gen are, are just going to be dominating once the reset happens, you know, it's, it's like, it's, I'm not as excited about the reset as I was before. Oh, so, Chairman, we'll use Tar Creeper. <laughs> I'm going to miss that card. Sorry. I just yeah. saw it on the Eldritch. <laughs> card. That, that that card. We missed Tar Griever. Yeah. It's a good yeah. card. It's and good Cube. Card. I wish they'd put Cube into standard. It's <laughs> all basic or classic, whatever you want to call it. Cube? Because I think Carnivore's Cube is the best card they have ever made. That card was, I feel, fair, but powerful and always interesting. Right, it, like that card's made some nutty <laughs> moments slash decks, right? I think it's fair though. No, yeah. Like no one's ever complained about Cube. No, right? that's not true. No, who's complained no. about Cube? Come on, everybody has complained about Cube. It's just it, it's it's Cube in nope. tandem with other stuff. So they've always chosen to nerf other stuff. 
and and that that Great. synergized with cube you know what I mean? <laughs> like no don't get me wrong i love what cube does by itself but the problem with that is like it is a little bit design you know limiting because you can't create things that just you know like you can't create play deads without looking at this you can't create sacrifice official pact you know at, at a cheap cost or anything like that because of cube you know because of anything that kills something for cheap cube is broken like that that's the problem cool we've had some great cube decks <laughs> cube warlock in its heyday oh, death God. rattle hunter beautiful decks Chairman. egg paladin beautiful deck beautiful deck powerful yeah. deck i don't the know if it's you can cube a king crush to hit your opponent for one million damage is glorious <laughs> God. Okay. I want to see more of in Hearthstone. Give, us, give me more cubes. Like I, I hope they, I would I not meme us I, and just give us a different cube. I hope I, it becomes like the ooze of the game. Oh my goodness, I, dude! I don't. I totally don't mind cube. It's just everything that that removes something or kills right, something right. for like it needs to be more expensive. You know what I mean? Or cube just needs to be more expensive. So I mean, you can make cube like a six or seven. And you could argue that it's still good. Like, well, so my argument is all those, um, all, a lot or most of those cards that kill, yeah, and, and help cube actually will rotate anyway. So, believe cube, in. yeah, but I mean, naturalize still exists, and you know, like, yeah, naturalize, naturalize, it's true. Yeah. Naturalize is a good, <laughs> see, naturalize is actually a good car card that you know, if you're going to make something cheap, at least have some drawback to it. Like, there's no drawback for, yeah. for some, you're, you're, you're an old school player, how, how dumb. Were we all for not playing naturalizing druid? I know, like really, we seriously, we stuck to the game back then. Damn, I don't well, well, no, To be honest, like, what, what, like to be honest, what was good with it? like Sylvanas? Maybe I mean Ragnaros. I mean, as in, as in even using I mean, it as removal. Yeah, but dude, oh, we, we had three mana big game hunter at the time. Come on, I mean, that like, is true. That's true. Dude, that, that, you could run three big game hunters. <laughs> Jeez. No, Four if you want to run many. double. That's way too many. Gosh. All right. Well, I don't think we have any more questions left. So uh, why don't we uh, wrap up? Raven, always a great time as always. Pleasure. Make sure to like every time I have like really good deep topics not to make sure i always make sure to have you on here <laughs> or at least i ask you Dude, like talking <laughs> yeah for sure this was just good timing because i've only just really got home so <laughs> yeah no that's awesome but yeah thanks for coming on man you have any shout outs you want to do for you we take uh it? just the usual i'm just done with playoffs but i'll be at championships uh, at the end Ooh. of february 28th i think is the first day mm -hmm. unfortunately it's not open to an audience this time so that's a shame why like i don't understand why they do that like pass Thing. Well, okay. so from my right. understanding is we're in a studio we cast playoffs from oh, and that is a not literal stage. studio yeah, yeah. Not, that is, not have audience areas i guess so overwatch league is getting ready right now that's probably why yeah, yeah, it, yeah it's unfortunate but it's the way it is it's still good the players will still be there so you know we'll still have live player interviews and such so yeah, don't worry about yeah. that but yeah i'll be at champs but yeah just follow me on twitter ravencasts uh twitch i am home for until then so I will be streaming most days. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that's just... Uh, I'm streaming auto chess. Yep. <laughs> yep. I stream some with Firebat. If you want to hear me and Firebat make jokes out of each other and, and also casually play a game, tune in. It'd be great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, other than that, yeah, oh, thanks for asking me as always, Chatman. I can't always make it when I would like to, but I do when no, I can. No, I always appreciate you coming it's on, pleasure. man. It's always a great time. Um, I want to thank everybody you know, that's, that's been watching. Um, if you didn't see the video I posted um, earlier this week... I've switched the YouTube channel, so just make sure you go to 
uh, youtube.com slash which you've always gone to, but I've actually changed which YouTube channel that is now. So you'll have to resubscribe to that to, to get the value town VOD. So make sure you go to youtube.com slash and do that right now. Uh, what used to be ChainMV, like whatever you're subscribed to, if you were subscribed to the channel before, is now the Streamer Showdown one. So if you like Streamer Showdown, just stay subscribed to that one as well. So I, I kind of did that in a weird way and there's reasons for it. I just, you know, didn't want to go too deep into explaining exactly the reasons for it but that's what we ended up doing uh but thanks everybody for watching uh next week we got a special episode with uh ixar you know dean ayala is going to be here the developer or designer so all those questions you're angry at when you uh, see <laughs> your cards that you don't like i know but... right right exactly so we'll have some some good interviews there regis is going to be joining too so um you know if you guys like regis he'll he'll be here as well uh so tune in for that same time as always wednesday 4 p.m uh, if you want to find the vods again i just told you about the youtube but the sounds and audios are all on itunes and google play soundcloud.com and and spotify so just look up value town and you will find us there but that's going to be it, guys, for Value Town. So for Raven and myself, Chamavi, we'll see you next week. <laughs>